0: Welcome to Talking Business with me, Danny Pardo. In these interviews, we'll be exploring employability insights, career advice, educational experiences, life stories, and more from a wide variety of people in a wide variety of industries with the ultimate aim of helping you to make decisions about your studies and your career. If you like what you hear, please do rate, review, share, and subscribe to this podcast. It's all very much appreciated. So here we go. Let's talk business. Hello everyone, we are back talking business today with Ismail, uh, who's uh, involved with a business called Mix. Uh We're going to get to that in just a minute, but first of all, hello Ismail, how are you doing?
1: I'm doing not too bad, just a bit tired from lectures, but... It's hard from
0: lectures yeah usually yeah. wearing you down wearing you down so um we've got quite a few questions here from students so a lot of these today are actually from me but from students who put their um questions forward and we'll get stuck into them in a minute um but you were a student at our college uh, yep. i'm gonna guess about five years ago or so yeah uh, five six years ago um so what's happened to you since you left uh our college then what, what have you been up to in the last five six years
1: Um, So after college, I took a bit of a break from education as a whole. I took a gap year. I spent a year working in Liverpool for a tech company. Um, I was involved in projects between Sony and uh, at the NHS. And uh, I eventually took a project over to BCU as well uh, called We Grow Cherries and sort of took on some sort of role as a project manager, sort of to build up my experience. Just to find my feet, where I was, where I wanted to go, where I, where I was, I was sort of figuring myself out at that point. Um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to get into, so sort of stuck my feet into a gap here just to figure out. After that point, um, I took myself onto university, uh, Aston University, uh, as business and management. Uh, I'm in, currently in my final year and in my final term right now, so fingers crossed I graduate this summer. Now,
0: <laughs> sure you will.
1: <laughs> yeah. And um, now I have uh, Colormix Limited, uh, more hands-on with it. I've had the, I've had that business for the past eight years. Uh, I've just become more hands-on with it now. I've got the time. So I've got a lot more planned with it now.
0: Nice, nice. So this idea of a gap year then, um, by some people it's seen as a year off. Uh, yeah. It doesn't sound like it was a year off for you.
1: No. <laughs> no. So, I was... So- uh, I was sort of finding my feet. I didn't know what I wanted to get into. It was either getting into apprenticeships or sort of finding my way into the world of work. Um, so this opportunity came up and I sort of just jumped into it and just took it on.
0: Yeah. Well, that flows into one of these questions that we've got here. So wh- why did you select this profession? But if you've done all you know the tech um, jobs you've done there and you're doing your degree, why the be- you know, the passion for Colormix Limited. Can you tell us a bit about what Colormix Limited actually do um, before you do that, please?
1: Yeah, um, so Colormix Limited, we provide refinishing products for bodywork services and we also make paint for cars. That's our main sort of um, income for the business. Um, And we're sort of branching out into bringing our own um, body kits and whatnot now, and we're sort of branching out internationally. Um, So in two weeks, actually, I've got a container coming now of more products to bring into the business and more products for me to venture into myself outside of color so color isn't the only thing that i sort of do i venture out into other markets test them out if they work they work if they don't i just try another market and just sort of find my way out
0: yeah, nice idea, but a trial and error there. So, has has COVID not hit you that much, in terms of your industry? Because I know obviously all we hear on the news are bad stories and terrible things happening to employment, and they are. Has has COVID not had that effect on you?
1: It has to an extent. um Suppliers are having are struggling at the moment as well mm-hmm. with sort of materials, but because that we have actually imported some of our own materials and we're not as reliant on suppliers in the UK, we're sort of self rely on ourselves we have our own suppliers um across and um we sort of import every now and then as well mm-hmm. so we sort of import once a year and that stock will last us through the whole year and then we flip the profit and we get even more stock coming in and we sort of venture out into other markets as well with the profit that we make as well gotcha so i would say it has uh, affected us because as you know there is a shortage of containers coming uh from china to the uk and because of that shipping costs have shot up and it sort of affected our profit margins but it's not to the point where we are having to close down or anything like that we have actually made it through covid which i'm happy with as well
0: oh, good stuff well it's nice to hear some some positive news stories come from that you know um so going on to comics, then what's what's the thinking and motivation behind it then are you not a big fan of working for other people or is, is cars and the creativity um a passion of yours you know what's that motivation to to really throw yourself full on into comics? for me personally i
1: always prefer working for myself i feel like if if i can work for others i know i'm making them a bit more if you know what i mean i've got more value to them mm-hmm. i feel like i've got more value to myself than i have to give to others um personally i prefer working for myself i've always been self-reliant in that sense mm-hmm. um through college i actually had my own paint business on the side of color as well right i i sold paint tubes online for artists and i kept that running from year seven actually secondary school wow. up until <laughs> second year of college wow. and then i sort of lost the um, steam to keep it going because i wanted yeah. to try and delve into something else and uh sort of work my way around it flipped the profits that i got from that and i invested it elsewhere into other markets so uh, i invested it into uh, eco eco straws so oh. you're drinking straws <laughs> yeah
0: no no i know that um i, I spoke to somebody who runs a uh, final straw which is an la based yeah. company so it's fascinating to hear that you know we think of things like that as a bit kind of um out there you know and a bit different but you know you're doing that as well so how did that yeah. business go
1: for you then yeah it went really well we paid for my car <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah. said <laughs> yeah uh i flipped the i flipped the money i got from that into other markets so i went into shoelaces i'm in shoelaces at the moment uh, wow. yeah um uh, i've done straws what else have i gone i've got uh i've got pouches for car keys That yeah. that will be coming through yeah. And I'm sort of chipping it away back into the business of color as well, trying out of the market. So I've got my own car kits coming yeah. through. And um, just try it's just trial and error, really.
0: Yeah. So is that is that what I term or I've heard students talk to me about as drop shipping, where you buy them in bulk and then sell them on. Is that similar to that or is that a different thing that you're doing?
1: For me, it's sort of I would say it is drop shipping, but it's only on my terms really. Uh, yeah. I, I sell it through eBay. I do. So I've yeah. I've I've used eBay since two thousand and nine, two thousand and ten. Wow. I've I've had it since then. So yeah. I think I think last week has been about ten years since I started that venture wow
0: yeah. time flies doesn't it good grief yeah. a whole decade using ebay that's amazing yeah. and i think then you've also kind of touched on some of the answers here where students were asking well how would you get the money to start a business because you know our, our textbooks say that you can get government grants and business loans and friends and family and things like that and you obviously started pretty small you know if we're talking year yeah. seven um so and you're talking about kind of reinvesting the money have you had access to like external funds you know you don't have to get too personal um yeah. or has it been a lot of just building and building and building as you go through the years
1: for me it was just building and building and building I had yeah. um a business last year actually and uh Titan Media I started off essentially with that uh I think I invested about 300 pound and within a year I sort of tripled that and I made my money out of it really so yeah, yeah. it's sort of it's not about how much you sort of delve into your business and put. It's, the, it's not about the money that you put into it. It's more of what you what value you bring into your business. It's more of the person that you are yourself. If you're willing to put yourself on the line to actually make something happen, you can make it happen.
0: Yeah, and that yeah. that again leads into things like work ethic. You know, some of the students are talking about motivation, and yeah. we we have this image for our oh, running your own business is great. You know, get everybody else to do the work for you and kick back and relax. I mean, what's your experience as business owner? Um, you know, whether it's you know going back to, to straws or ColorMix or Titan Media, what what's life like as as a business owner? You know, like that.
1: Uh, for me personally, I would say. Um, I always prefer relying on myself more than me having to rely on others. Mm. Um, I I personally hold myself responsible for everything that I get involved in. So I don't have to sort of allocate work elsewhere. I prefer doing it myself. I prefer being more hands-on because there's mistakes that I learn on the way and I can reflect onto it and learn how to sort of get over it. Um, yeah, that's my experience of it. I, I really enjoy it. That's the thing that I most yeah, like about it yeah.
0: and in terms of making mistakes then again it gets a bit cheesy you know you've got you've got to lose to know how to win and all these kind of things I'm guessing you've made a few mistakes over the years that you could maybe if you wish you could have back is that is that the <coughs> case or is it all been like oh everything's gone perfect for Ismail? everything you know.
1: nothing's ever smooth sailing <laughs> Nothing, <laughs> it's never smooth sailing if it was yeah. everyone would do it Yeah. but uh, there has been mistakes on the um where I have actually made some losses but yeah. it's come back in more way than others learning from it
0: yeah yeah. And, and again, you know, that, that's a kind of it sounds a bit cheesy when I say, you know, you'll learn from your mistakes and you'll grow and you'll develop. But, you know, you're proof of that, aren't you? Are there any kind of mistakes that you can think of that you've learned from and you've gone, oh, well, I'll never do that again um, that you'd want to share with us?
1: Um, uh, I would say, uh, let me have a think. I think maybe particular products that I've imported. Mm. Um, uh, let me have a think. <clears throat> I've imported way too much. <laughs>
0: <laughs> do you get a bit carried away yeah. sometimes, and you go, "Oh, that'll work"? I and mean, then if- I think I think the
1: mistake that I probably made was probably the quantity of products that I've probably imported. Okay. But the only reason being behind that is to get a good enough price for me to get a, a, a fair enough profit margin, just for yeah. me to import. Yeah. Uh, but on the other hand, they they do sell products that i do put, import because i do my fair bit of research before i import anything and um, i'd say more more towards the amount that you import that's that, that's the problem that i've come across yeah. and it's how you come across to your suppliers as well if they see you as someone who's willing to put the money forward um and will put your money where your mouth is essentially they will deal with you and they'll give you a better price really
0: Okay, so that, that human kind of contact and, and being approachable and everything does work rather than just being like, you know, a, a computer type of thing.
1: Yeah, essentially. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah brilliant. Um, so what about, you know, things are changing in, in the transport industry and, you know, the, the recent ban on petrol cars that's coming in in 2030 um, yeah. and the way that they're trying to get people to drive less and use public transport more. Do you see this having an impact on color mix or do you think there'll always be a market for the type of product that you
1: offer and there will always be a market because uh, no matter what car they come out with there will always be cars on the road 100 and we always get updated on the colors that actually come out so uh, our charts are always up to date our systems are always up to date and um i think i think regardless of what type of transport there will be there will always be body shops working on cars i i i think personally because even though there'll be a 2030 ban on petrol cars, there'll still be diesel cars, there'll still be electric cars, there'll still be hybrid cars, there'll still yeah. be cars on the road. Yeah. There's, yeah, there's no way you'll be able to tell everyone just to stop driving all in one yeah. go and yeah. that's it No, It'll take a while for it to die down, but
0: yeah.
1: I think regardless, there'll still be people on the road.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, th- I think I'd agree with you completely on that one. Um, I was looking around on the the net for Colourmix and I couldn't find much. How do you market yourself? And if there's perception that you have to have a website, you have to have all the social medias, um, you know, you have to do all kinds of things to market yourself. Do you do all that? I know you've got your Instagram. Um, Yeah. Do you do all that as well? Or have you not needed to? How how do you market yourself?
1: For me, um, I only became more hands on about, I think this time last year, really. So Instagram was sort of like the first step for me um for marketing because i'm having to balance this alongside my degree so i've got quite a bit on my plate balancing this out and the business out and um, i think the next step would probably be moving on to TikTok for the business with the mixing videos that i've been doing everyone's been enjoying that um and the website is something that i still need to work on i do have one up but it's not at the stage that i sort of want it out before i come out with it really um but that i'll be working on probably after i graduate that's something i will focus on
0: yeah what is your uh what's your instagram account do you want to give it a little bit of a shout out here because i've seen it and your mixing videos are great but you know it's, a, it's another Thank world <laughs> to me something i'd never consider so uh, yeah. how do we find out more about color mix if we want to what do we look for
1: it's uh at Colomix bhx on instagram
0: cool phx on Instagram. call. Cool. I'll uh, I'll put that up on the screen in the, in the links as well. So, um, so I mean, with that business, then obviously it's going nicely. I'm just having a look at my my uh, my kind of notes here. Um, just looking at this one here, uh, you can be honest with this one, and please do. Yeah. And we can tie it into uni as well. Did your course at college help you with this organisation, and is your degree helping as well?
1: For me, I'd say it's more about the. I'd, I'd say there is some aspects that do help, but for me, it's more towards the personal experiences that I've been through and the people I've met along the way. Right. Um, so, for example, uh, the people I've got around me, I've got my parents around me, always pushing me to do the best I can, the most I can. There's a, if there's always an idea that will always come to mind, they always tell me, push ahead, try. If you don't, if you don't get what you want out of it, try again. Uh, I've also got my uh, brother as well he's got his own photography business as well and he started that up from scratch literally had no photography knowledge behind him but he's learned everything by the book himself and now he's got a full-fledged business coming through uh, from photography as well Uh, Ali 6561 if you want to plug that in there we go yeah we'll we'll put it on (laughs) Uh, and I've got um my little brother, he's sort of got creative with his part as well. He's had his own Instagram account for the past two years. He's up, He's got a 10,000 following now, if I'm right. Wow. Um, he's doing, so he does custom drawings and he does sort of like custom AirPods, custom trainers. He sort of delved oh, into wow. that sort of world. So he's sort of getting there as well. Wow. And obviously my dad, a big inspiration to where I am today as well. Mm. Um, it's, it's been a long journey. Yeah, it's a yeah.
0: <laughs> and you're only uh, just starting on it, really, in terms of like yeah. the long-term goal of it. So yeah, it's very it's for a competitive element between you. I mean, obviously, you're very supportive of each other, you know, but it's for, it's for a little bit of a com- competition between you as well. Uh, no, I would say it's more of a
1: support group more than a competitive cycle. Yeah. Um, because we always bounce ideas off each other, and yeah. if there's a market that I want to get into but I can't get into at the moment, I'll bounce it off onto someone else in the household for them to try out just to see what happens yeah uh ideas have been successful some have haven't worked out but there haven't been any losses so thank god um another another thing i would say is um find your circle Mm. um once you find your circle if you i wouldn't say fulfill it with sort of like uh yes men i can't have yes men I'd rather you tell me straight to the point if i can't do something uh i want an explanation as to why and yeah. then i can work my way around it yeah. i wouldn't want someone to say oh i've got an idea yeah do it oh, yeah. I'd, I'd want someone to be blunt straight honest with me yeah. um i'd say through college as well i did enjoy college uh i did enjoy my business degree uh, uh my business module yeah. uh sport as well rob yeah. rob was a big inspiration as well um a sort of sort of like the vibes that you get off rob uh he's very passionate about what he does and uh yeah very passionate about what he does uh and uh, particularly happy about him taking on his passion and uh sort of making his own basketball
0: camp (laughs) Bye bye (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, no, you're right. Passion is is something you know, and, yeah. and Rob's talked about passion, hasn't he? And yeah. ran with it, you know, and developed something um, over in Vietnam that is that is it's got to be unique uh, yes. on so many levels, you know. And um, the, the passion that he's got, and the passion that you've got as well. This doesn't happen, does it? From from thinking. Oh, I'll give it a go. Oh, let's see what happens. Okay. Oh, I'll have a couple of days off. You know, it, the passion that's coming through from you about what you do is is quite evident. Um, yeah, that's really nice to see. Um, cool. So uh, let's have a look. I'm going to go off the business a little bit here and talk about um, some of the questions we've got here. This was um, this was a really interesting one. I had It's quite a long question, which is why I'm kind of yep. looking at my planner here. Uh, <laughs> so. Um, it's one of the more interesting questions I've ever read. So how do you remove the thought of worry? Um, And as a student, I tend to worry about my future a lot. Was that something you ever encountered? And if so, how did you eliminate that thought? Um, So as a student and as a business owner, obviously you're taking risks. You took risks through your college career and things. Did you ever worry? Did you ever have that issue and did you eliminate it? Of course, yeah. There's a
1: moments where you actually do have your moment to worry. But yeah. I'd say as long as you got people around you who are there to support you, um, uh, yeah, as long as there's people around you to support you, mm-hmm. there isn't much really that that would sort of bring you down. As long as you got people around you who's there to sort of bring you up when you whenever you take a tumble, mm-hmm. but as long as you can get back up, there's n- there's nothing to worry about. Mm-hmm. There's always there's always going to be risks regardless of what business you get into. Mm-hmm but as long as you've lined them up and you know what to expect, sort of delve into the area that you want to get into, regardless of the predicament that you're in, just try. The best thing you could do is just try, really.
0: Yeah, what what great advice! <laughs> you know, it's, it makes a change to not come from me. You know, the fact that you're saying that like, just give it a go, and you know, but obviously the support network massively important. I think a lot yeah. of small business owners and and business startups would, would say the same thing. Um, I'm going to ask you kind of two more questions here. One is with regards to social media. So, yeah. in terms of social media and what you do kind of personally versus the business, um, how, how what would be your advice to um kind of um teenagers early 20s in terms of social media because obviously you see a lot on there you talked about TikTok earlier you see a lot of people putting things out that you think wow would you want an employer to see that um yeah. what's your take on social media and how you should present yourself on there
1: uh i would say that if it's obviously if you've got your own personal account then fairs do what you want but mm. um but on the business uh, aspect keep it professional because yeah. regard, you don't know who's going to see it. It's a public account. You don't know who's got access to it. If you're looking to get employed down the line and your employer comes across a certain post that you've mentioned or a topic that you've come across, it's always going to come bite you in the back, mm. <laughs> literally. But um, I would say keep yourself composed on social media regardless of the comments that you see. Yes. <laughs> um, because there's been moments where people have actually acted upon uh negative comments and it hasn't come out really in the lightest aspect um always compose yourself keep yourself professional and think about who your target audience is at the end of the day Uh, because they always look at you look at your business and they'll decide and filter whether they want to associate themselves with your business there might be opportunities that come up and based on the impression that they've got through your profile it'll be a it'll be either they'll either open the door or close the door on you that's down to you yeah
0: but what an interesting point because we you know there's kind of unwritten rules for if if something comes across and i'm going a bit old old old-fashioned here with like an email um yeah you know you don't if something's annoyed you in it you don't reply straight away you sleep on it um yeah but i think with social media it's kind of taken that away and you see something and then you reply and you go oh my you know a day later you think I probably should have waited. Um, It's interesting that you say keep your composure, which is a real tricky thing to do sometimes, but it's still important. Uh, All right, so uh, one last question for you, and it's a biggie. Um, If you could go back to when you were 17, 18 in JCC, finish it up in your your last year, and somebody would have told you some advice um, that you wish you'd kind of taken on and done what they'd said, what would that advice have been?
1: I would say um, have some sort of pot on the side, a rainy day fund. And I wouldn't just sit on it. I'd actually do something with it, if, if you get what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, another point to put across is having your notepad mm-hmm. aside and list out some of the ideas that you do want to go across and try. Do your research, mm-hmm. uh, figure out the area that you want to get into, what competitors are getting into and sort of figure out where you want to get into, um, just try. Literally, you won't know unless you try.
0: <laughs> Just try. I, I, love yeah. I love that. I love that. I'm going to go of, on a poster in my classroom or something and put your face next to it or something. So, uh, <laughs> no, I love it. Thank you so much. You know, I really appreciate you giving your time. I know you're so busy running your own business and businesses and uh, you know, doing the university degree and everything as well. I hope that goes fantastic for you. I'm sure it will. Um, hope so. <laughs> and we'll keep our eyes on you know, We'll let everybody know about it. And um, Yeah, all the best to you and thank you so much.
1: You're welcome. No worries. More than happy to do this
0: again. (laughs) Super, super. I'll I'll pause the recording now, then, and we'll we'll catch up in just a second. All right. Thanks very much, Ismail. Appreciate it. Well, thank you very much, Ismail, for taking the time to talk to us today. Just try is such a great phrase, and it's really fascinating to see how you've used that throughout your career so far, and to build these businesses into something that's reputable is just fantastic. So nice one to you. Thank you, to you. And thanks to everybody else for watching. I hope you find this useful and inspirational and interesting. And if you do, then please feel free to share the word and tell everybody else about it. We'll see you again for episode 10 of Talking Business here on the Pardo's Business YouTube channel. Thanks for watching. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Talking Business with me, Danny Pardo. I hope the advice and insights in this episode make a difference to you, your studies and your career. You can find more by searching for Pardo's Business, that's me by the way, on Google, YouTube and Instagram. I'm also at Pardo's Business on Twitter. If you like what you heard, please do take a moment to rate, review, share and subscribe to this podcast. It's all very much appreciated. We'll catch you again soon on the next episode of Talking Business with Danny Pardo. Thanks and cheerio!